listening to GCAF Manila Podcast. Listen to God's Word on the go and on demand. Palang umaga po sa lahat. Muli po, a joyful Sunday to everyone. I pray and I hope that we will be able to once again learn from Jesus Christ. No, As we answer yung question, what would Jesus do? sa mga sitwasyon, no, in different circumstances that we are perhaps experiencing right now. So today, there is another topic we're going to learn and that is found on the book of Matthew chapter 5 and we are going to talk about hand check. Hand check. No, let's check our hands. No? How do we, ano yung ginagawa natin when it comes to uh, the works of our hands? Our passage for today is, fa- is found in Matthew chapter 5, verse 38 to 48. Matthew chapter 5, verse 38 to 48. Okay, so let's read our passage. The Word of God said, You have heard that it was said, An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist the one who is evil. But if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if anyone would sue you and take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Verse 42, give to the one who begs from you and do not refuse the one who would borrow from you. Verse 43, You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good. And sends rain on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? You, therefore, must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Let's ask God for wisdom before we continue to study His Word for today. Let's pray. Lord, we ask that You will guide us by Your Spirit. We ask that You will empower us to understand and also to really know what should be our uh, culture? What should be our behavior amidst the chaotic world we are living in right now? And even in this time of trials and testing, what should we do? I pray that your word will be clear and that we will be able to obey you only by the power of your spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. 
Today we are going to learn about how should we respond pag tayo po ay nasaktan ng ibang tao. Or how should we also respond doon sa mga taong nakasakit sa atin o nananakit sa atin. There was a story that I just want to share. No? Mayroon pong isang tao na pumunta doon sa kanyang doktor. Meron siyang doctor's appointment. And then nagsabi yung doktor sa kanya, nasabi niya, bro, pasensya na, but uh, we were able to find out na ikaw ay positive sa rabis. Kasi nakagat siya ng aso ng kanyang kapitbahay. So, ang ginawa nung tao na pumunta sa doktor, yung nakagat ng aso, nagsulat siya ng parang akala ng doktor ito ay uh, last will and testament. Umamot ng, ng, sa ulo yung doktor. Bakit nagsusulat ng last uh, will? etong ano, etong ah, uh, Etong tao na ito, itong may sakit ng rabis. Sabi ng doktor, Teka, huwag ka mag-alala, merong gamot dyan. Meron gamot dyan sa rabis yan. Ang sabi ng doktor, ang sabi nung doktor doon sa kanyang pasyente, at sabi ng pasyente sa doktor, Dok, etong nililista ko ay yung mga pangalan ng mga tao na kakagatin ko rin. No? Ito yung mga tao na kakagatin ko rin. Now, what, what's the point of this story? Sometimes, pag tayo po ay nasaktan, tayo po ay nakaranas ng hurt or being hurt by somebody or being hurt by a situation or circumstances, we also want to hurt other, others as well. Or perhaps we want to hurt our enemies. Now, this is the question we need to ask. No, What would Jesus do when he is hurt by someone. Ano kayang gagawin ni Jesus pag siya ay nasaktan o ginawan ng masama ng ibang tao? And this sermon in the mount na pinreach si Jesus Christ na irireeko lang po natin today is something that we need to consider and even to do when we are also hurt by someone. The answer to that, and this is the big idea we need to hold on, whatever happens, whether you are hurt by someone, whether you are hurt by a group of people, do good no matter what. Do good no matter what. Gumawa pa rin tayo ng mabuti kahit anong mangyari. Kahit ano yung ating naranasan. Kahit gaano kasakit yung ating naranasan, ang sagot po sa question na ito, that what will we, anong gagawin natin? Do good no matter what. Alam niyo po sa probinsya, kung saan ako lumaki, meron po kami tinatawag na rapas. No? Rapas ang kamay. Ano ba ibig sabihin yung rapas ang kamay? Ito yung mga tao na pag tinulak mo, hahampasin ka. In other words, sinaktan mo ng konte times two, times three, yung igaganti sa'yo. And hindi dapat ganon yung maging response natin pag tayo po ay nasaktan or sinaktan. But the Word of God is very clear yung ating binasa that we should do good. Patuloy tayong gumawa ng mabuti kahit anong mangyari. Kasi sabi po ng Panginoon in verse 48, no? 
You therefore must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. This is Jesus Christ talking to the Israelites, to the chosen nation of people who, wor- who, who claim to worship the God who created everything and who called the God of heaven their Father. And now Jesus is saying, Therefore, if you claim to be a worshiper of the God of heaven, the heavenly Father, then you ought to be like your Father. You know, sometimes when we obey God, or not siguro sometimes, a lot of times, our obedience to God is always partial. No, we just cherry pick or pinipili lang natin yung parang gusto nating i-obey. And then yung iba na parang nahihirapan tayo obey, ay wala yan, hindi yan masyadong mahalaga. And this passage we're going to uh, study today, the passage we're going to learn today is very important that we should apply if we claim that we worship the Father in heaven. If we worship God, as the Word of God said in verse 48, be perfect. No? You must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. And in this con- context, what is that perfection? Doing good to everyone, even your enemies at all times. The question is, what are the principles we can think of no? so that we will be able to do good no matter what, even when we are hurt, even na tayo ay sinaktan ng ibang tao. Paano natin, ano yung dapat nating isipin ng mga prinsipyo? First principle we need to think and apply sa buhay natin is this. Point number one, in verse 38 to 39, the Word of God said, You have heard that it was said, An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Notice in verse 39, But I say to you, so this is Jesus Christ, you know, you will find this in the Sermon on the Mount, na paulit-ulit yung sasabihin, But I say to you, do not resist the one who is evil. In other words, wag kang manakit and in fact, wag mong i-resist yung isang tao na gumagawa ng masama sa'yo. Now, the point we need to learn from this is that, you know what, in verse 38, kahit yung verse 38, Ito po ay hindi po binigay ng Diyos as a provision in the Old Testament because we always say, yung Old Testament kasi ang Diyos is a, a harsh God. A God na parang uh, pag ikaw nagkasala, kikidlatan ka. But I tell you, hindi po nagbabago ang Diyos. He is the same kung paano siya maki, makitungo sa atin from eternity past up to the eternity future. If you will study the Bible, Deeply, you will find out that God is even at the God of grace from eternity past. Not only is a God na holy, but He's also a God of grace. And in verse 38, 
this is not just a provision of law, but it is also a law given so that there will be true justice. Tunay na justice, the application of justice doon po sa mga Israelites. Okay. Retaliation is not an option. Even the verse 38, ginamit po ito ng Panginoon na law so that to mitigate yung tendency ng mga tao na pag sila ay masaktan, times two yung sakit na ibibigay nila sa ibang taong nakasakit sa kanila. You know, Mahatma Gandhi said, An eye for an eye will only make the whole world blind. An eye for an eye will only make the whole world blind. As if Mahatma Gandhi saying, mali yung principle ng Bible, ng, ng, ng law na an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth because it will make everyone blind. What he was trying to say, no, si Mahatma Gandhi, all, lahat ng tao ay makakasakit, lahat ng tao magkakasakitan. And if kada nasasaktan ng isang tao o pag may ginawang, ano pa yung problema, o, o pananakit, or offense ang isang tao, then an eye for an eye yung principle. Parang it's a literal, in a literal sense, no? Then therefore, the whole world is blind. Because ba, mag, magtanggalan na lang sila ng mata. But I think this is a wrong and an out of context na pagkaintindi ng salita ng Diyos. It's not that when we offend somebody, parang ay kaagad yung tatanggalin. No? But it's actually yung pinaka-sense of the law is that i-provide yung nararapat lang nakabayaran at hindi dapat sosobra. It's a mitigation, no? mitigation ng Panginoon in the Old Testament, in His people, para hindi po sila talagang sobrang magkasakitan pag sila ay nagkaroon ng offense sa bawat isa. Ibigay lang yung nararapat na kaparusahan. Yun yung principle po ng an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. It's not a provision for retaliation or retribution. It's a provision for giving the right justice. That's why retaliation is never an option. You know, we live in a world uh, na parang we applaud the idea of uh, revenge served cold. Everything na, napa, uh, everything na papanood natin, almost a movie, even in anime, mga anime lover dyan, no? or sabi niya, Anemic daw, no? Sabi ng iba, ang pangalan, anemic. Anime lover, anemic. Hindi nyo ba napapansin na parang ang, ang pinaka-messages nagawan silang ng masama, yung iba, no? Madalas. Hindi naman lahat. At kailangan nilang bumangon at makaganti sa tao na gumawa sa kanila ng masama. It's a series of chaotic na revenge, revenge, revenge. So, nasaktan yung isang pamilya. No? Even dito sa atin, no? usually, even the Philippines, meron, pong, meron po tayong kasabihan, ubusan ng lahi. Nasaktan, nakapatay ng isang miyembro ng pamilya, ubusan ng lahi. Sa fraternity, nasapak yung isang ka-fraternity, binugbog yung buong ano, grupo na naglalakad. 
Retaliation is not an option. And Mahatma Gandhi is wrong. Kasi si Mahatma is a, you know, uh, meron siyang advocacy of pacifism. No? You don't, you know, you don't harm, you don't uh, masaktan yung mga nananakit sa'yo kahit na mamamatay ka. I think that is also an extreme view of what it means to be at peace with other because we also have the right to defend ourselves. No? Moving on. Even si Martin Luther King Jr. na misquote niya po yung kahulugan ng an eye for an eye leaves everybody blind, sabi ni Martin Luther King Jr. And the time is always right to do the right thing. Now, what am I trying to say? Bakit ko pinakita itong mga maling pag-quote ng an eye for an eye? No? Because ganyan din po yung ating marami sa ating interpretation. Sabi sa Bible, an eye for an eye. So, ga- pwede akong gumante. Gaganti ako. Lintik lang ang walang latay. Sabi, no? And I don't know kung mura yung lintik. I'm sorry, but uh, nababanggit yan sa sobrang galit na ibang tao, no? Lahat, no? Basta ako nasakta mo. Sigurado. No, masasaktan ka ng gusto. Tapos ang iko-quote, an eye for an eye. No? A, a provision for, for retaliation. No, it's never meant to be a provision for revenge or retaliation. And it's never meant as a, parang, parang a provision to harm other people. Now, let's study the real context of this. You know, the law... Or this law or provision in the law is not given about getting revenge. You have heard that it was said an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But this, the context of this is to mitigate, ano mitigate The tendencies of mankind na pag sila ay nasaktan, mas doble yung kanilang gagawin sa kalaban nila. For example, no, binomba ng kanyon, yung isang lugar o isang missile na isang lugar. Ang gagawin ng isang nasyon, nuclear bomb yung ipapadala nila sa isang bansa. You get the point? This is not a provision of getting revenge. And this is to mitigate yung tendency natin na magigante. Let me show you, no? in Genesis chapter 4, Verse 23 to 24. Lamech said to his wives, Ada and Zillah, Hear my voice, you wives of Lamech. Listen to what I say. I have killed a man for wounding me, a young man for striking me. If Cain's revenge is sevenfold, then Lamech's is seventy-sevenfold. So what does it mean? There is a tendency sa ating mga tao out of our evil no, nature na nakuha natin, namana natin because of the fall of man that when we are, you know, when we are hurt, we will hurt seven times and even 70 times the other person na nakasakit sa atin. And so God, in His wisdom, 
when he is trying to make a culture, a good culture sa bansang Israel, he provided itong provision na ito ng, ng law, a guidance in the law. An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Siguro kung nasaktan na lang, napuwing ka lang, no? kung si Lamek ito, napuwing lang siya, napuwing lang siya ng kalaban niya, bubulagin niya, dalawang matatatanggalin niya. No? May, kung, kung, kung isang magsasaka no, na, na hindi sinasadya, napatay yung isang uh, uh, sheep, ang gagawin ng tao, no? pag walang ganitong mitigation of the law, yung buong kawan niya ay papatayin. And so what am I trying to say? Retaliation is not an option, even yung verse 38, that an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. It's never an option. And we need to watch out of our tendencies. Nasaktan ka? Nag-comment sa'yo ng hindi maganda isang beses, no? Yung isang tao, nilagay mo sa puso mo. At sabi mo, maghintay ka lang, tatiming ako, ipapahiya din kita. Sa Facebook, sa trolls pa lang, no? nag-comment ng isa, ala, napakahaba kung ano na na sinasabi doon. No? Wala na doon sa topic. You see, the tendencies of mankind. And that's why Jesus said, not only na itong uh, batas na ito will mitigate the revenge tendency of man, but also he elevated the law na sabi niya, do not resist the evil one. In other words, wag mo silang saktan because gawan mo sila ng mabuti. We are going to learn that later on sa passage natin. And another Evidence that God, even from the Old Testament, God has, has provision to mitigate man's vengeful tendencies. The city of refuge. You know, in the book of Numbers, no, there is the law, laws concerning the cities of refuge state that once he had claimed asylum, yung isang suspect na hindi sinasadyang makapatay out of accident or out of self-defense nakapatay ng kapwa niya, pwede siyang mag-seek ng asylum doon sa city of refuge. A, perpetri- a perpetrator had to be taken from the city and put on trial. If the trial found that the perpetrator was innocent of murder, then the perpetrator, o yung nakapatay, had to be returned under guard for their own protection to the city in which they claimed They had claimed asylum. So, poprotektahan pa yung nakapatay nang hindi na sinasadya. Pag napatunayan din na it's out of self-defense, innocent, no? This law code treats blood money. Ano yung blood money? Oh, nakapatay siya. Patayin din natin siya. O oh, um, parusahan din natin siya ng kamatayan. Becomes unacceptable device that would compound the crime. No? Kasi gantihan lang yung mangyayari. Insisting that atonement can only be made by murderer's blood. So because na found out no, by the, the trial system or the court system ng Israelites noon, by the elders, ito inusente, then he can seek asylum for his protection. Because noon talaga, hindi mapakali ang mga tao hanggang hindi napapatay yung nakapatay. And not, note this, no harm 
was allowed to come to the perpetrator once the Jewish high priest had died. At which point, the perpetrator was free to leave the city without fear. Sabi, walang, kahit mamatay na yung high priest, no, na, na yung name ng high priest ay nagpo-protect dito, once na namatay ito, hindi pwedeng may gawin na masama doon sa taong ito. What's the point? You know, the, the point of justice, no, the point of the law, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, or giving judgment or sentence to a person, is not just to no, magparusa, but to give yung nararapat na kaparusahan. In fact, in one of our Bible studies with the, uh, may, may umate na isang judge na ang sabi niya, The spirit of the law is not just parang kakampi ka agad yung victim. Kailangan liti, litisin ng maayos at tignan lahat ng angulo para maibigay yung nararapat na kaparusahan. Okay? So, we see that the spirit of the law is not about revenge. But it's about justice. And justice is never best served through the hands of the one na nasaktan. We should trust the system na nilagay ng Panginoon sa atin. Meron tayong court, meron tayong government, and the Word of God said, ito ay inordain ng Diyos no, mag-litigate ng mga, mga, ng mga offense. No? And hindi po dapat tayo yung in the hands of the one na nasaktan yung gaganti. Magtiwala tayo sa sistema, timing ng Diyos. That's why, seek justice, not revenge when you are hurt. In criminal cases, God has provided us governments with justice system. Litigation by principle is a way to seek justice. The trials are meant to seek out the truth in both the victim and the suspect. So that a punishment will be served. And by the way, if humalya yung justice ng gobyerno, judgment from God will surely be served both doon sa nagkasala at doon sa hindi nagserved ng nararapat. There is a God and our God is just. Our God is just. So, my principle, no? Even from the Old Testament, at inelevate pa ni Jesus Christ, do not do harm, do not resist the one who, who hurt you. Revenge or retaliation is not an option. The second point, no? Principle, we need to understand from our text In, in the moments we are hurt by others, is not only that we should not seek retaliation. No? If it's a criminal case, we cannot be the one going to serve or be the vendetta. But we need to you know, trust the process of God. Go to court, no? pag criminal case. Pag civil case, sa Bible nakalagay, mag-usap kayo, mas maganda kung mapag-usapan nyo kung kaya nyo makapagkasundo uh, kayo. Isipin yung relationship nyo ay mas mahalaga sa kung ano man yung pwedeng 
kalugihan na maaari niyong makuha. Ano po? The second is go the extra mile. Second point, a second principle. Not only that we don't retaliate, we seek justice, we trust God, we trust His process, but second is go the extra mile. What does it mean to go the extra mile? Let me read the text. But if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. Imagine, sabi ng Panginoon, no? kung sinampal ka, ibigay mo pa yung kabila. Alam nyo, in the culture, and even sa atin, no, pag ikaw sinampal, sa atin mga lalaki, pag sinuntok ka, medyo hindi ka masyadong mabastos. Tama ba? Pero pag sinampal ka, parang, grabe to, nakakalalaki to talaga. No? Sabi, ibigay mo pa isa. Kasi yung pagsampal ay parang pangliliit sa'yo. In other words, hayaan mo pa siyang maliitin ka pa. And sabi ng Panginoon yun, this is what you need to do when you were hurt. Go the extra mile. Hayaan mo pa. Sige lang, ibigay mo lang. Hayaan mo lang siyang manakit pa sa'yo. In verse 40, And if anyone would sue you and take your tunic, ibigay mo rin yung cloak. Gusto niya yung damit mo lang, ibigay mo pa. Kasi noon talaga, yung mga damit, very valuable ngayon. Parang basahan na nga lang minsan, magaganda pa. May branded pa yung ano, Adidas pa minsan yung basahan natin, di ba? Adidas na brief, na butas, yun. Basahan, ginagamit natin. But, you know, kita natin yung, ano, yung principle ng Panginoon. No? This is what He will do. Pag siya'y nasaktan. And this is what He wanted us to do pag tayo ay sinaktan. Sige lang, hayaan mo. Pabayahan mo siya. Huwag mong, huwag mong gantihan. Do not hurt that person. May, may, may ninakaw siya sa'yo. May ano, parang kinasuhan ka tas, tapos na, 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 nabigay sa kanya, nag-grant sa kanya yung, ano, yung, yung, yung favor. And, sige, bigay mo pa. Verse 41, And if anyone forces you to go one mile, sabi, go with him two miles. Dito siguro talaga yung go the, ex, the extra mile. no? Give to the one who begs from you. And do not refuse the one who would borrow from you. So ano yung sinasabi pa? This is a social no, situation ng panahon na yun, no? Sometimes may mga borrower na talagang uh, ano yun, habitual borrower. Or someone na nagbe-beg, no? the habitual beggar. Ang sabi ng Panginoon, wag mo nang pag-isipin ng kung ano niyan. Do good no matter what, sabi ng Panginoon. Kahit na feeling siguro, feeling ng mga tao, you are being abused, you are being taken advantage of, no? sabi ng Panginoon, do good no matter what. In fact, in verse 41, if you're going to learn the context, itong forces you to go one mile, ito yung mga, ta- mga soldiers na nagmamarch and then kukuha sila ng mga citizens na kanila, siguro mga nasakop nila o nadaanan nila na buhatin yung kanilang mga, mga kargado o yung kanilang mga gamit. And then one mile lang, sabi no, no sige, pagpunta doon sa city na yon hanggang doon lang, sabi ng Panginoon, wag lang hanggang doon sa isang city. Sige pa, dagdagan mo pa. Dagdagan mo pa. Do good, no matter what. This is what Jesus said. No? Even ako, parang hindi ko matanggap to. Parang unfair to Lord. Ako na nasaktan, ako na agrabyado. Tapos, ito pa yung gusto mo ipagawa sa akin. You know, there will be a lot of 
verses, an example in the Bible. Even the apostles challenged the Christian na kung do, wag na kayong magkasuhan sa civil case kung kaya nyo naman pag-usapan. Ano sabi pa ni Paul in Corinthians, no? Kung, kung pipiliin mo yung relationship mo sa kanya over sa ano yung pakinabang na makukuha mo, piliin mo yung relationship na iligtas. Kung malulugi ka lang naman ng hindi naman ganong kalaki, piliin mo yung relationship. Sometimes sa magkapatid, medyas lang, no? nagsusuntukan na. Medyas ko to! Mga ganun, no? Hindi! Ano, binigay sa akin, mama, hindi, medyas ko to. Ba't mo sinusot yung medyas ko? No? Suntukan na yung magkapatid. But God wants us to be, to be like Jesus, like the Father, like our God. Go the extra mile. There was a story, no? There was a pastor na nagpark and jump pack yung parking, no? Ito, hindi pa jump pack, no? May mga bakante pa. So, nung siya ay nagpark, medyo masikip, no? Yung kanyang parking space, hindi niya sinasadya na matamaan yung katabi niyang kotse. Di ba? Parang matamaan niya. Bumaba! Yung pastor, tinignan niya kung, kung may nangyari ba, mayroong bandent, tapos may gas-gas lang ng konti, tapos inawakan lang, pinunasan, tinignan, kung maayos o hindi. At sabi niya, tumingin siya doon sa tao na nandoon sa, uh, sa kabilang kotse, sabi, sorry, hindi ko sinasadya, tapos wala naman sira. Wala naman talagang sira. And then, um, sinara niya yung pinto, Kasama niya yung kanyang anak, naka-holding hand siya sa kanyang anak, papunta doon sa grocery store. Pero parang may bumubulong sa kanya na tumingin ka sa likod. Tumingin ka sa likod. Pagtingin niya sa likod, yung nakapark, nakatabi niya na natamaan niya, ay umarangkada at may hinila na, ano ba yung tawag doon, yung panghila, pangto? At kinabit sa fender or doon sa bumper sa likod ng kanyang kotse at umandar. In other words, sinira yung bumper ng kotse ng pastor. Imagine, tinamaan lang, no? Nang konte sinira yung bumper. Nagisip yung pastor. Sabi niya, yung innate nature niya, sasapaking, parang, parang sa isip ng pastor, Pugutan ko ng ulo to eh. Oh. nag-i-imagine yung pastor na, what if, uh, bugbugin ko kaya to? Sapakin ko kaya to? Oh. And then, nung nakita niya, medyo malaki-laki yung ano, malaki-laki yung driver, parang maskulado. Sabi niya, yung una, pag binugbug ko to, may headline sa dyaryo o sa Facebook, trending pastor na napak sa parking lot. Uh, awkward yon Pero mas awkward nung naisip niya, Pastor, nabugbog sa parking lot. Kasi medyo mat- ma- macho eh, no? Pero kaya naisip na lang ng pastor, wag ko nang patulan. Lalo na nung nahawak-hawak niya yung kamay ng kanyang anak at tinitignan siya paano siya magre-respond tayo. Kumusta po tayo, mga driver? Pag may nag sa atin, ano yung ating response? 
Pag, pag meron uh, sa parking lot, no, nandung ka na, naghihintay, naka-flasher ka, biglang meron nag-park bigla. How do we respond? Our child, our children is looking at us. The world is looking at us kung paano tayo mag-respond. And a pastor said, I think that is the rarest kumaga, na time na chinus niya yung patience and virtue more than getting even. And what's the result? The child sees that his father who was a pastor is really true to what he says. What he says. How about us, no? Not only drivers, but all of us. When somebody hurt us, sa basketball na lang, no? Basketball. Pag-usama natin sa basketball, nami-miss ko ng, ano, masiko at makasiko. <clears throat> na, nasiko ka konde, ah, oh, ang sakit ah. Pag ano, magdadrive ka talagang, hindi ka magsushoot ang magdadrive ka para saktan yung, ano, yung nakasiko sa'yo ng konte, no? Minsan, no? Bubble din, ag! No? Ire-wrestling. No? How are we, no, sa ating mga buhay, can people see that we choose virtue over getting even? Go the extra mile. Kung sa basketball, nasiko ka na isang beses, magpasiko ka pa. Pero offensive foul na para mapunta sa yung bola. O, di ba? Okay. Moving on. The Word of God said, Romans 12, 19-21, Beloved, sabi ng Panginoon, Never avenge yourselves, but live it to the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by so doing, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. You see? Even Paul affirms yung preaching ng Panginoon Jesus. Do good no matter what. I have heard, no, a lot of times sa mga ibang mga Christians, nagsasabi, pagod na ako maging mabuti. Pagod na ako maging mabait. Lagi na lang ako take advantage. Lagi na lang ako nasasaktan. Well, this is what Jesus is saying to us. Go. Go the extra mile. No. Do not wish for evil to happen doon sa kaaway mo. Go the extra mile. Because by doing it in Romans 12, the context and the challenge of Jesus is that be a living sacrifice. And so, overcome evil with good. So, we have learned no, the two principles. First, retaliation is not an option. Second, go the extra mile. No. Chuck Swindle said, when others are expecting retaliation, ano sabi? Offer grace instead. No, pag alam nila, sobrang nasaktan ka na. At ini-expect ng mga tao at ini-expect mismo ng kaway mo, you will do something. Something that will hurt them. Offer grace instead. 
Ano mangyari? It will blow their mind and bless your soul. Lastly, here's what the word Jesus said. Ito yung pinakamatinding challenge. Love without borders. Ito yung ating keyword lagi, no? beyond borders. And Jesus said, love without borders. What do we mean by that? No? Let me read the text. You have heard it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. Once again, Jesus said, but I say to you, again, I say to you, sabi ni Jesus, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. So that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For He makes His Son rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. Yung mga student, ha? Kung ang love mo lang ay yung mga best friend mo, besties, and yung mga good sa'yo, pero yung medyo minamalit ka, binubuli ka, yung pinapaya ka, parang uh, you wish them harm. Ang sabi ng Panginoon, what, anong pagkakaiba natin no? sa ibang tao? Jesus is challenging us to love without borders. That we love even those who hurt us. Jesus said, I say, you. I see this in the internet. Sabi, sabi Jesus, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you. And then ito yung mga Israelites trying to make sense. Sabi, certainly, he doesn't mean the Romans. I hope not. Ano ibig sabi? Because the Jewish during that time nagpipreach to Jesus, they hate the Romans. They hate the Romans because they are the one na sumakop sa kanila and they have crucified thousands of Jewish people. In fact, yung, yung word doon na hell, there was a certain valley, nalimutan ko yung name, Gihinaba or something, but there's a valley in Israel na hindi nawawala yung apoy kasi doon tinatapon yung mga katawan ng mga na-crucify because of their rebellion against Rome. And so there's a certain hatred of the Jewish people against Romans. But Jesus said, and He, he, he intently say, love, your enemies, even the Romans. Your arch enemy. How about this? Yes, ngayon, no, narinig mo, love your enemies. Meron bang, meron bang pangalan biglang lumabas sa, 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 sa mind mo? Ting! Lord, sana hindi siya yung tinutukoy mo. <laughs> Ayoko, Lord. Sobrang sama ng tao na yan. No? <laughs> Bakit mo pa kasi nilikhayan? Mga ganun man ang mindset. But Jesus really means even the, the person who hurt you most, love them. Love them. Why? Because even God, no, He makes the sun shine not only sa mga anak niya, but also to those who hate Him. Even to the atheists, even, even to them who, who really blatantly uh, Disrespect His name. He makes the sun shine on them. He provides work opportunities. He provides food, shelter even to them. 
Sometimes, and a lot of times, mas mayaman pa nga sila sa atin, di ba? And then, rain, nagpo-provide ang Panginoon sa kanila. Kaya sabi ng Panginoon, be like your father who is perfect. Be perfect as your father. In verse 46, sabi, For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Kung mahal mo lang yung nagmamahal sa'yo, anong ma-reward makukuha mo? Do not even the tax collector, again, the tax collector is mentioned him. It means even those you hate and you see, they're very sinful. They do it. They love those who love them. And if you greet only your brothers, oh, pag nakasawa, hi, oh, wow. what more are you doing ano, than others? Kung minamahal mo lang yung nagmamahal sa'yo, minamahal mo lang yung mga taong um, nagbibigay sa'yo o nagre-respeto sa'yo, anong pagkakaiba mo? Anong pagkakaiba natin? Do not even the Gentiles. The Gentiles here is not only your nation. No? The meaning of Gentiles here in the context na ginamit ng Panginoon are those who were pagan worshiper. Or in our time, it's a picture of those who don't believe in Jesus Christ. No? In our time. Ginagawa din nila yan. They love each other. No? Sobrang close pa nga nila. Sobrang close-knitted nila. And so the challenge that Jesus is trying to say, when someone hurt you, and when you are hurt, love them. This is what our Master is calling us to do. We are different, diba, from them. We, have, we are worshiping a Father who is faithful, a Father who loves us so much. So therefore, we can love even our enemies. Do good no matter what. Do good no matter what. You know, we have, we, we have nothing to boast. Kahit naglingkod tayo, kahit na, na we are serving God to the fullest. Because in Romans 5, 8 to 10, let's go back in the real score of our history of our own lives. In verse 8, the Word of God said, But God shows His love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. We are sinners. We are the Gentiles. We are the, you know, we, are, we worship other gods. We, we don't believe in God. We disrespect His name before. Pero love tayo ng Panginoon that He sent His Son to die for us. And we heard His invitation to salvation. That's why we got saved. And take note of this in verse 10. So not only we are sinners, for if, <clears throat> for if while we were enemies, ano daw tayo sa Panginoon Enemies. We were reconciled to God by the death of His Son. God, giving the highest good, giving His highest treasure for His enemies, for us who were sinners, who were His enemies before. 
And so the challenge of Jesus Christ, be like your Father. Let us become like our Father. If He is willing to give His highest treasure, His only begotten Son, for the highest good of eternal life na ibibigay niya sa atin, then, it's, then Jesus really means it. Do good, no matter what. Even when it hurts, even you were hurt by others, do good no matter what. Imagine Jesus going on the cross, hurt by his accuser, as if the accusers niya, yung mga uh, Pharisees who accuse him, ay celebrate na, ang galing natin, ang galing natin mag-scheme, ang ganda ng political will natin. But, Jesus was silent like a sheep ready for slaughter. Because in his mind, if this, my enemies will see the love of God, they will be changed. And in the same way, when we see our enemies, we must look in the eyes, through the eyes of Christ. We see that if they will feel the love of God through us, perhaps they will also be changed like us. Let me end by the story of Elizabeth Elliot and Jim Elliot. Jim Elliot was a missionary to Ecuador. One day, pumunta yung team niya doon sa Aucan tribe. And that was the last trip, missionary trip they do because they were killed by the Aucan tribe. So Elizabeth Elliot was left a widow in that time. But you know what? Elizabeth Elliot returned to the Aucan tribe and continued the mission work of God that he believes they are called to do. He shared the gospel to the very people who killed his husband. Wala namang ginawang masama si Jim Elliot. Nagpunta nga sila doon na may malasakit. They were going to educate the children. They are going to share the gospel to them. They go there to sacrifice the comfort of the United States, no? the comfort of their lives, so that they will be able to share the gospel to tribes. And yet, his husband was killed. But Elizabeth Elliot see the Aukan tribe through the eyes of Christ. And so, she continued the missions there and the missions flourished. Maraming nakakilala doon sa tribe na yon ang nagsimula yung paglago ng Christianity sa Ecuador. There's also another story. There was a mother who, have, who has, I think, five children. And all of them, pinag-pray niya to become missionaries. Every time may challenge doon sa church na kailangan magpadala ng missionaries sa ganitong lugar in other country na hostile, ay willing na nagpapadala itong mama at in-encourage yung kaya niya, punta ka doon, anak. So yung first na anak niya pumunta, pinatay. The second na anak niya, pinapunta ulit niya, pinatay ulit. The third, 
fourth until the fifth child namatay. And then, in-interview siya at umiiyak itong babae na ito. Hindi ko lang nakuha yung name, but I heard this story. At umiiyak itong babae na ito. At naiintindihan daw ng mga congregation bakit siya umiiyak. Ang, kan- ang kanilang pagkaintindi umiiyak because of the devastation of being, you know, uh, nawalan ng limang anak. Pinatay. The injustice na nangyari sa kanya. Pero ang iniiyak ng nanay, I'm crying because wala na akong may papadala. These are the kind of people that I believe will please the heart of our Father when we see our enemies through the eyes of Christ. When we love them so that they perhaps be reconciled to God through the love we are going to share with them. Do good no matter what. You know, the, the preaching here of Christ actually reflects three, tatlo, na true blessedness, yun sa beatitude. Number one, blessed are the merciful for they shall receive mercy. When we choose to forgive our enemies and show compassion to them, we are truly blessed. The second blessedness is, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. When we choose to break the pattern of vengeance, we are acting like God's children, just like Jesus. And lastly, blessed are those who are persecuted for my namesake, sabi ng Panginoon, for great is their reward. When we choose to suffer to do what is right and pleasing to God, our reward is great in heaven. The Lord sees every hurt and pain we courageously take to win a person to the Lord. I don't know who is that person. Maybe it's a fellow believer, believer in the Lord na nasasaktan ka because of Him. Look at Him through the eyes of Christ. Do good no matter what. Let's pray. Lord, we thank You for Your Word. We thank You because You don't seek, you don't seek vengeance when we were en- Your enemies. You are now seeing us as your children. You pity us. You have compassion over us. But Lord, in reference of who we are before, we don't deserve it. But oh God, your love and grace is really overwhelming. That it reach us, even us, oh God, your enemies who were transformed, who are now your children. Thank you for that love. And may that love be the reference on how we treat others, even those who hurt us. Because we are recipients of your great love. Not only that you give us forgiveness, but you have promised reward. If we follow you, if we obey you, 
you will reward us. That is double, double favor. And we thank you. Help us to become like your son, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Join the GCAF Manila community on Facebook and other social media platforms for more. Together, let's continue to obey beyond borders. Thank you.